one day you're sitting at home, you know, you're watching TV or, you know, you're reading your Bible, you're doing your laundry and a man just knocks on the door. They just knock on the door and you go and you check and, you know, you look on your little, you know, security monitor and you see where, okay, the person looks to be safe and you say, okay, I'm going to open the door. And what if when you swung open that door, he just dropped down on his knee and he flipped open a box containing a diamond engagement ring and he said, I am here from you to marry you, marry me. You are supposed to be my wife and I your husband. What would you do? Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers at any stage of your walk can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Hello, Apples. Welcome or welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Dr. Sharonda Simone. My three-year-old was singing a song all throughout the week, and she tends to do that. She goes to a Christian day school, and they teach her all of the Bible songs that I remember growing up listening to. And the one that she has been singing is, This is the day, this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So I just wanted to start off by reminding you of that little song. Let me know. Reach out to me if you are familiar with that song. Um, And if you're not, just look it up. It's a very simple song, but it's a great reminder for us to be grateful because the Lord woke us up today. He kept us in our right minds and it's another opportunity to serve God and to live in his blessings and his promises and his peace. So this is the day the Lord has made and apples, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Alrighty, so we are on part four of our Ruth Bible study, part four of the Ruth Bible study. For those of you who have been following along, thank you so very much. I have been getting your feedback and you guys are really enjoying it. And I'm so happy. I'm so grateful that I'm able to show up and to share what the Lord is sharing with me and I'm sharing it with you. So thank you so very much. Over the course of this week, I have received so many emails and messages from the Good Apple community because of the impact of this broadcast, okay? And I say that not to toot my own horn, not at all, but to let you know that you are among many other Christ followers and Good Apples who are showing up and who are living life together. Okay, so I want for you to realize that you're a part of a big community that continues to grow. And as long as the Lord wills it, as long as he allows me to do so, then I will continue to show up as well. Now, after about 10 episodes, I usually do like to take a short break. All right. So 
at the end of episode 10 for this season there will be a break but not to worry we will start back up with season 7 momentarily okay but we're not at the end of season six yet but i do want to just let you know if you're you know new to the community i do take breaks between seasons okay um that also lets you know that if you're not caught up then you have a lot of listening to do all right so make sure that you go and check out the other episodes it's just been great i mean we have had such wonderful experiences here and god's word is transforming our lives and i say that because it's transforming my life as well so as you know anything that i am sharing with you it's first-hand knowledge the good the bad the ugly the in-between because the lord is working on me and so i'm sharing it with you so i will only share with you that which number one the lord wants me to share and number two that which i can speak on all right so just know that this is genuine what I share with you is genuine and I hope and pray that it impacts you or your loved ones in some way. All right. So yeah, go ahead and share, share the podcast. All right. The more the merrier. You're listening to the good Apple podcast that airs on Sundays. Thank you so much for being here. All righty. So every Sunday, all right, you know that I like to welcome our new listeners. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Just this week, I was notified of some of my local friends who are tuning in and I enjoy of course hearing about you know all of the listeners we have you know in Alaska and overseas in Jamaica and England and India we have so many listeners internationally all right so domestic for me would be the US we have so many listeners internationally as well it also warms my heart to hear that my friends locally and my acquaintances locally are also tuning in it really means a a lot so thank you so much for reaching out to me and letting me know so that you are aware good apples that are reaching out to me I do a good apple shout out all right so if you have let me know and you haven't heard your good apple shout out trust me you're on the list okay so make sure you tune in every Sunday so that you can hear out yes for God's good message all right God's goodness but also to hear if you are the good Apple shout out. So a little while from now, I will be doing the weekly good Apple shout out. However, I just wanted to, again, just impress upon you how grateful I am for all of our community members and listeners. Those of you who tune in and share, thank you so very much. Um, if this is your first time, like I said, welcome. But if you're returning, God bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. I really, really do. And thank you to those of you who have gone in on whatever platform you're listening to and have given a five-star rating. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you're listening in and you haven't done so, please continue or consider doing that because it helps to let the platform, whatever platform you're listening to, it helps to signify to them that this is good content and they should promote it and share it to other people who might not be listening in all right so we need to make sure that we are sharing the good stuff you know yes we like to share all of the DIY reels and videos yes we like to share all the cute cat videos and all of those adorable puppy posts but let's also make sure that we are sharing God's Word the food the meat 
of the matter right the life transforming information and even if you don't feel moved to share my podcast not a problem you should be getting you know good stuff from other sources as well from your local church you know your bible app from your inter your own personal um, studies with god right your own bible studies so whatever it is where you're getting fed go ahead and share it all right i'm not saying you have to share the good apple podcast I would appreciate it if you did that, but I do want for you to share wherever you are getting your information or whatever you are getting. Please share with other people and you never know who is looking at your posts. You never know who in your email list needs to hear this word. You never know which one of your friends would appreciate a text message where you're sharing something from the word of God. You just don't know. You know, we live in a society now where friendship, because on social media you can easily click and accept a friend, the term friend has been so diluted. However, if you truly care for someone, if you truly love someone, and the Lord is putting on your heart for you to reach out to him or her, do so in whatever capacity, whether it's a text message to ask how someone is doing, or whether it's sharing the word of God from the Good Apple podcast, from any other Bible uh, believing person, YouTube video, you know, let's share all of those things, okay? All right, so that's my soapbox for this Sunday. I tend to have one, so that's my soapbox. Um, and right after this quick break, then we'll do the Good Apple shout out for today. So stay tuned. This episode of The Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by DrSharondaSimone.com. Christian lifestyle, beauty, and evangelism. It's the one-stop shop for luxe on the low living, home decor, motherhood, aging gracefully, and Christian lifestyle and inspiration. So be sure to check out DrSharondaSimone.com and join my exclusive email listserv where you'll get content specially crafted just for you from me. Head over to DrSharondaSimone.com for more information. Now back to our show. Our good Apple shout out for this Sunday is Lalika F. Lalika listens in from Maryland, and I'm really excited because she is also a part of the women's community group. So my Christian women's community group, she is also an active member there as well, and she's also a good apple. So Lalika, thank you for tuning in. I am praying that you continue to show up and be blessed by the word of God from this platform. Lalika, thank you again for being a good apple. Thank you so very much for being here. Now, before the break, I had said that we are on part four, but we're actually on part five of our Bible study. So probably we're like, no, 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 we already did part four last Sunday. So my apologies, but yes, we are on part five. So make sure that you are caught up. All of the information does flow together nicely. Um, so make sure that you listen to parts one through four, okay? Now for today, I am going to read Ruth three, give commentary, and then we'll probably stop there. I won't go to Ruth 4. However, I do encourage you to read it on your own. It is a beautiful, beautiful story of redemption and closure for Naomi and Ruth. Okay, so if you've already read it, do it again. All right. And if you haven't read it, go ahead and do that. It is a sweet, sweet summation. And we just see God's love and his promises and provision 
in Ruth's story, all right? Both for Naomi and for Ruth. It's really beautiful, so I encourage you to read it. But for today, we're going to read Ruth 3. However, before we do that, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for waking us up on this another day, God. This is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, God. Even though we know that our lives are not perfect, we know that things don't always go as planned, we still trust and believe that you have our best interest at heart. Lord, we still believe that your promises are true. We still believe that you love us even when we're not lovable. And we are so grateful, God. Thank you so much for loving sinners like us. Lord, we ask right now that you would just help us to receive what you have for us, God. I ask right now that any technical difficulty Satan might have planned for this episode. I ask that you let me see it so that I can come against it in the name of Jesus. Satan, we bind you up. You are a liar and a thief and you are not welcome, nor are you effective here in the name of Jesus. Also, Lord, please just help me, Sharonda, to decrease so that you, Lord, are the preeminent part of all of these episodes, God. Please use my lips to speak that which you want for your people lord there is someone out there who is listening in and this message is for him it is for her and lord i want for you to use me to be that mouthpiece that conduit for your word god i pray that if there are any distractions in the atmosphere for our listeners lord i also come against that in the name of jesus in the name of jesus satan you're a liar we bind you up and we cast you back into the pits of hell. All this we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now let me know if you are able to hear a little voice in the background. If you do so, that is my little one. She is next door. She's supposed to be napping. Okay, she's supposed to be napping, but I can hear her little voice. I think she's singing one of those songs I was telling you about. So if you do hear her, just realize that this is a this is a, a one-woman situation over here. Okay, I am not in a big production studio. You know, it's me, my laptop, and my Bible. Okay, so that's what I'm using right now as a setup. So if you do hear a little voice, all right, just try and, you know, listen beyond. And if you don't, well, praise God. But just in case, I wanted to let you know that you might hear outside sounds because my mic, Apple's, my microphone, the one I've been using and loving for so long, it just went kaputz on me. So I am using just the audio from my laptop, which I think it's doing a decent job but it might capture some of the outside sounds, all right? So again, you know what? We're here for the Word of God, so let's just go ahead and get into it. Okay, so go ahead and grab your Bibles, if you're able to, and turn to Ruth. We're going to go to Ruth 3, verse 1, and I'm reading from the NIV. One day, Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, said to her, My daughter, I must find you a home where you will be well provided for. Now Boaz, with whose women you have worked, is a relative of ours. Tonight, he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Wash, put on perfume, and get dressed in your best clothes. Then, go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him know you are there until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down. He will tell you what to do. Verse 5 reads, 
I will do whatever you say, Ruth answered. So she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. Now, apples, let's pop back up to verse one, okay? For those of you who listened to previous episodes, remember, I promised that if you are a man or a woman looking for a spouse or expecting, you know, a spouse, I was going to share some good stuff with you, okay? So many times we reference Esther and we reference the Proverbs 31 woman. Both great, great references and, you know, there's so much goodness, all right, in those stories. However, I want to focus on Ruth because as I was reading the book of Ruth, Holy Spirit was showing me some things, okay? Ruth really, she she did the right thing, okay? She and Naomi, they knew what they were up to. So, because I am a woman, I'm going to speak from a woman's perspective. However, I do believe that even as a man, there are things that you can look at and say, okay, that is a... A good life application all right it makes sense all right so let's pop back up to Ruth 1 so or verse 1 so one day Ruth's mother-in-law Naomi said to her I need to find you a home okay you came and you gave up your Moab life for me and now I know that I'm getting older all right I need to find you a place where you're going to be provided for so she reminds Ruth, so Naomi reminds Ruth that Boaz, the man who she's been, you know, um, getting grain and harvest from, right? She reminds her, hey, Boaz, he's actually a relative of Elimelech, all right? So remember, we have to put all the information together So from the previous episodes. So she's not a re relative by blood to Boaz. No, instead, it's her husband's, her deceased husband's family. And so she's saying, hey, Ruth, remember Boaz. He can take care of you. So here's what I want for you to do, okay? And she says to Ruth, she says, wash, put on perfume, and get dressed in your best clothes. Apples, if you want to attract, you have to be attractive. Let me say that again. If you want to attract, you have to be attractive. So Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, you're going to have to put some effort in. There are other women around, but you're trying to attract this good man who is to be your guardian redeemer. All right, remember again from last week's episode. So Ruth did exactly as Naomi said. So the first thing is, if you want to attract, you have to be attractive. You cannot just expect, if you are looking for a spouse, you cannot expect to just show up any kind of way and get somebody of quality. Why? Because you want to actually attract someone of quality. Well, if they are a quality person, you have to show your quality as well, okay? So it seems very simple, but at the same time, it could be more than just, you know, taking a bath and putting on nice clothes and perfume. No, maybe you need to change some ways about you to attract someone who has good ways, all right? We can't just show up and expect for God to give us one of his good men or good women just because we pray hard and we go to church and we tithe. No, you, you have to make sure that you are preparing yourself so that someone who is of the caliber and quality, and I'm not talking about financially, I'm talking about integrity-wise, someone who has integrity and morals, they could be attracted to you. But if you are living a life that is amoral, if you're not living a life of integrity, 
and you're trying to show up and attract someone who is, it's not going to work because you won't even hit on their radar. Now remember, Naomi told Ruth, there are other women around. She specified there are other women with whom you're working. Now, I don't know this. I don't know if the other women were of the age, if they were older or too old, or if they were married or not. I don't know. But all I know is that there were other options. There were other women around that could have caught his eye. They could have been attractive to Boaz. So Naomi said, no, no, you have to set yourself apart. How? Take a bath, put perfume on, get dressed in your best clothes. But let's take it a step further because you have to have integrity or morals and all that because we see where Boaz was an upstanding man. So it was more than just the outward appearance that was going to be used to make herself attractive in his eyes. There had to be more to it because again, I'm just, I'm taking a liberty of just common sense here. I'm pretty sure there were other good looking women around, you know, I mean, Otherwise, maybe all she had to do was just show up in her best clothes. She wouldn't have to, you know, do anything extra with the bath and the perfume. All right. So let's just let's think about this, because when we read the Bible, you know, Ruth's story is for Ruth. So I cannot tell you that doing exactly what Ruth did is going to land you a Boaz because this is her story. However, what we do when we read the Bible as Christ followers, as good apples, is we take the word and we say, OK, well, what can I apply to my life? I can't do exactly because it's not my story. Remember, this is a story. It is an account. But we can pull from it and, and have it apply to our lives, right? So, look, you are trying to attract someone. You have to be attractive, all right? So, whatever you need to do to present yourself to someone who is, you know, quality, then do so. And that's different for everybody. That's different for everybody, all right, but seek Holy Spirit. Seek Holy Spirit on that because he will show you. Naomi told Ruth, here's what you need to do. And she did it. That's the second thing. So often when people are looking for spouses, they go to people who either don't have a spouse, don't have a good relationship with the spouse they do have, don't want a spouse, okay? They don't have morals or integrity. Maybe they're just friends from, you know, back in the day, you've known them for a long time. And so you're asking for their input. Look, Ruth got her information from Naomi when it came to this. All right. Now, Naomi, we don't know about the marriage between Naomi and Elimelech, you know, her um, her previous husband. Right. Because remember, he passed away. We don't know if it was like a great, awesome relationship. We don't know that. But we do know that she was married. OK. And we do know that her marriage produced two sons. And we do know that in the face of a problem, a struggle, her husband Elimelech thought it best to protect and provide for his family by moving to Moab, all right? So he was a protector and a provider, all right? And because of that, then, you know, there you can kind of get at least a little bit about his character. But what I want to point out is that Ruth did not or Ruth listened to someone who had experience. Ruth listened to someone who was, or who had been where she wanted to go. So often, we take advice from people who are not where we want to be, or they've never been where we want to go. That is not wisdom. Now, there, is, there are ex exceptions where you could say, well, you know, you can listen to someone's regret. 
and you can say, well, I regret that I made this decision because it landed me in this negative situation. Yes, that is very helpful. Those are exceptions. But on the flip side, you have to go to someone for advice because they have been where you are or where you want to be, okay? Or they're where you want to be. So I thought, you know, as I was reading through, I say, yeah, she, she said, okay, I'm going to do what you say, Naomi. Ruth decided that she was going to listen to her mother-in-law. Now, when I was doing my, you know, deeper study, I realized that what she was telling Ruth to do what Naomi was telling Ruth to do, it was rather risky. And that's true. I mean, just reading it, I'm thinking to myself, okay, back in the day, you know, they definitely were not promoting even just as much of the, you know, the boldness and such of women that we see so prevalent now, you know, like women were only supposed to be in a certain place, speak only a certain way. And, you know, it was very circumspect. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, Naomi is telling Ruth to do something that's pretty bold. She's telling her to make yourself available and vulnerable to this man. And Ruth did it. She was obedient. Okay. So I thought to myself, I said, that was pretty bold. Apples, if you are trying to get a spouse, you just sitting in your prayer closet and praying for him or her to show up, that is not bold. That is chicken. And that also is not wise. And here's why I say this. Many times I am speaking to other apples, all right, and mostly women because I usually don't have these kind of conversations with men, right, but I'm speaking, it's like, oh, you know, I really want the Lord to send me my husband, send me my husband, I want to be found by my husband. Absolutely, that is a good desire to have because the institution of marriage between a man and a woman designed by God, absolutely, very good desire. However, I ask, I say, okay, well, what are you doing to position yourself? How are you positioning yourself to be found by your spouse? And like, well, you know, I'm praying and, you know, I'm, I'm going to church. Okay, very good, very good. What else are you doing? Well, I go to work. Okay, very good, very good. I go grocery shopping, but you're not positioning yourself. Why? Because you've been doing those same things over and over again, and they haven't provided you any new opportunities. So I'm saying, sometimes you have to take the risk. Be a little bit more bold in your in your pursuit one thing that you can do is you can tell someone you can tell someone hey i have this desire to be married and let it be known because we have a saying in jamaica that says closed mouths don't get fed apples closed mouths don't get fed so if you're trying to eat and someone's giving you a piece of chicken and your lips are sealed they're not opening. You can't eat because you're not going to get the chicken by osmosis. Okay, it's not just going to pass through your skin layers into your stomach and give you nutrients. You have to open your mouth and receive the food, chew it up, digest it. So you have to do something, right? So when Ruth was doing that, she was taking some bold steps. She was positioning herself. She was positioning herself for Boaz. Now, there has been some back and forth theory, you know, about it being a sexual connotation and all. I do not believe that. And when you read the word of God, or when you read Ruth specifically, you see where it's it doesn't give indication that there was anything sexual. No, instead, when Naomi told her to go down and uncover his, uh, his feet, right? 
it was signifying actually in that culture it was more of a significance because it's saying like here I am at your feet and that way he knew her intention was to be submissive to him in the role of a wife and she positioned herself at his feet so it was it's a very symbolic act that she did but you know from my own study I don't believe it was sexual okay so she did that though she took a bold act because you have to think of it you know here she is a single about maybe in her 40s and other people could have seen it right Ruth did make sure that she went down there when everyone was asleep because she didn't want to present herself, you know, in like a negative light, right? Here you are trying to, you know, hussy up a husband, right? So she did use wisdom, but she was making herself vulnerable. Apples, you have to make yourself vulnerable, of course, with wisdom, all right? So again, speak with Holy Spirit, speak with someone who can give you godly advice, all right? someone who is where you want to be or has been where you want to go and ask them for their input all right if you don't have a person like that in your life pray to holy spirit pray to god to reveal that person because he or she is around you already okay it's just maybe you haven't looked at them as the person you can speak to but you first have to speak you first have to make the request and make yourself vulnerable again i tell you know my friends hey if you want to be found you have to put yourself out there and you have to let people know someone has a cousin someone has a brother someone has a, has a niece they're thinking oh wow i would like to you know set this person up but guess what you've never made that known you haven't said anything closed mouths don't get fed Hey lady, are you a woman who loves the Lord and who also enjoys beautiful things? Well, if you are, then you are personally invited to join my exclusive Christian women's group. In this group, we chat about clothes, beauty, home decor, parenting, marriage, cooking, and of course, our Christian walk. It's Christian lifestyle all-encompassing. I send exclusive emails with the helpful lifestyle information as well as godly inspiration, and I send it directly from me to you. We also have random goodies and giveaways, so be sure to join by clicking the link below. I hope to chat with you soon. Now back to our show. I often, when I'm speaking with my friends, you know, the ones who are seeking their spouse, I often tell them, you know, how awkward would it be if one day you're sitting at home you know, you're watching TV or, you know, you're reading your Bible, you're doing your laundry and a man just knocks on the door. They just knock on the door and you go and you check and, you know, you look on your little, you know, security monitor and you see where, okay, the person looks to be safe and you say, okay, I'm going to open the door. And what if when you swung open that door, he just dropped down on his knee and he flipped open a box containing a diamond engagement ring and he said, I am here from you to marry you, marry me. You are supposed to be my wife and I your husband. What would you do? You would slam that door, you would scream, you would call 911, you would tell the police, hey, there's someone stalking me, you would have someone come and stay with you, you would call your mother, your sister. Why? Because that would be awkward. That would be concerning, that would be a red flag. You have to put yourself in the position to be found. 
All right. And that's exactly what Ruth did. She put herself in the position. She took a bold risk, albeit with wisdom. She took a bold risk. Again, I urge you to read the verses for yourself and remember the commentary here on the podcast when you do so. Okay. All right. So if you're taking notes, we've covered a lot already. All right. But let's keep on going. So let's see. Okay. So let's go to verse seven. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits, he went to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled the man. He turned, and there was a woman lying at his feet. Apples, I was having a conversation with my sister earlier in preparation you know, for today's episode, and I was telling her, I said, you know, I wonder what startled Boaz. I wonder, was it like Holy Spirit? Did he just like, you know, jostle him so that, you know, this this situation could happen, right? This this meetup could happen. Is that what it was? Or did Naomi move? You know, I mean, because they're both sleeping, right? And maybe Naomi moved and in doing so it startled him. Was it an animal outside? Did somebody cough? Was there a sneeze? Did Boaz realize, oh my gosh, my toes are cold and he woke him up? Like what startled him? I don't know. But anyway, I just think it's interesting. When I read the Bible, I like to ask questions like that. But anyway, let's go on to verse 9, okay? So here he is. It says, there is a woman lying at his feet. Verse 9 reads, who are you? He asked. I am your servant, Ruth, she said. Apples, let's stop there again. It had to have been very, very dark, or he had to have been very, very startled for Boaz not to realize who she was. Because remember, he caught her eye from before. And remember, she had been working in the fields from before, or she had been collecting grain from before. So he knew who Ruth was. So I don't know whether it was just really dark or he was startled and he couldn't put two and two together. But Ruth's response was, I am your servant, Ruth. She put herself again in a very vulnerable position, a very humble position. Now, she could have said, you know, I am the beautiful and gorgeous woman that you met, you know, weeks or months before. Remember me? Don't you remember how you were taken by my kindness to my mother-in-law? And she could have really just made herself seem so awesome and amazing. But she didn't. Okay? She didn't. Now, does that mean that she was downplaying herself? No. Okay? However, she put herself in a position of, look... Here is where I am in a humble place. All right, I'm your servant, Ruth. And then she said, spread the corner of your garment over me since you are my guardian redeemer, or since you are a guardian redeemer of our family. Again, I just want to stress, you see how Ruth was bold? She did exactly what her mother-in-law said. She said, I'm your servant, here I am, blah, blah, blah. Then she said, spread the corner of your garment over me. And again, in my studies, I realized that that was truly symbolic, meaning show me that you're going to care for me. So what she did was very symbolic. She asked him to spread the corner of his garment over her in a way of signifying that he was going to care for her. He was going to take care of her. She was bold. And so let's see what he responds with. Okay, so verse 10 says, The Lord bless you, my daughter, he replied, Boaz speaking. This kindness is greater than that which I showed you earlier. 
You have not run after the younger men, whether rich or poor. And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all you asked. All the people of my town know that you are a woman of noble character. A noble character. Remember, I was telling you before, it was not just the perfume and the bath and the pretty clothes. She was an attractive person from the inside out. You can put lipstick on a pig, but that doesn't make the pig a model, okay? We need to make sure that we are truly beautiful and handsome from the inside out. And he knew her noble character. Now, she could have started off with that. Remember, she, could have, she knew that he was already interested in who she was from before. But he said, oh, I remember. You have a noble character. And because you were bold enough to speak that which you desired, I'm going to do all that you asked for. Apples, this is the praise dance moment. If you are a single man or woman and your desire is to be married, let's take a look at how Ruth conducted herself. And I urge you to read Ruth 4 because you'll see all the beauty and blessings that came from the, from verse 1 and how it came full circle. And you can see here where he says the kindness that she was showing to him by saying, I want for you to marry me because that was the symbol of her asking him to cover her with his blanket. That symbol he thought was even kinder than her what she was going to receive from him or what she had already received from him because remember he was giving her you know grain even though you know she wasn't one of his workers again you have to you know make sure you're listening to parts one two three and four to know exactly what i'm talking about so he said look it's really it's even more kind of you the what the way you're treating me because you could have gone for a younger man now i don't know the exact age difference but i do know that in my studies I think she was in her 40s right so he said you could have gone for a younger man you could have gone for a man who had more money but here you are coming to me and he honored that apples sometimes especially in today's culture where we see relationships sensationalized and we see where people post only the pretty perfect it's very easy for us to begin to think, okay, well, I should have only the pretty perfect. So we're talking about relationships. You think, okay, well, I have to have a man who looks a certain way, who makes this amount of money, who has this kind of car, and who can provide for me in this way. And all of that's fine. That's not ungodly to be good looking, okay? I believe that is a blessing to have a certain, you know, certain physical attributes. But a blessing is also, you know, someone who has good integrity, someone who is moral, someone who is disciplined, someone who is a provider, someone who is faithful. All right. So let's not get all caught up in, you know, shiny brand new. No, maybe your blessing is wrapped up in a different package. And yes, we all have preferences, right? You like what you like. That's good. Yes, not a problem. But it shouldn't be the only thing you look for. Because you might get stuck with, you know, a cubic zirconia that you thought was a diamond. Okay? So, Ruth, even though she probably could have had a younger man and all of that, no. She went and said, okay, I'm going to 
make myself available to you and boldly tell you my or tell you my plans give you my interest and he was so grateful that he said i will do for you all that you have asked and he did he went the extra mile okay if we were to finish reading you would see where he had to go and speak with another guardian redeemer i'm talking about boaz because there was another relative who could have served as a guardian redeemer and so then he would not be the one to marry nail to marry ruth it would be this other relative but he went the extra mile he went and 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 positioned himself and said okay i here's the opportunity if you don't do it then i will i mean so he was he was very much eager to marry ruth as well and yes i'm sure it had to do with her smelling nice and looking good and all of that but it was her noble character he pointed that out her noble character here is how i met my spouse just to show you that again i have experience with this okay i did not meet my now husband until my mid to late 20s and for me that was late because my parents met when they were teenagers and fell in love and it's this beautiful love love story praise god so for me i was like okay lord where is he you know he who finds a wife finds a good thing i'm trying to be found i'm trying to work on myself you know but anyway i remember thinking to myself at the beginning of 2009 that i'm going to position myself so that the man of god can find me all right now again everybody's story is different but i want to share this with you as a testimony as encouragement okay so i remember talking to my mother and my slogan was i'm getting mine in 2009 all right yes cheesy but hey you have to speak things into existence okay remember closed mouths don't get fed so i told my mother that and we began to pray that yes of course it's if it's god's will that this year 09 i would get my spouse or at least meet my spouse so i went to a church service and it was like the end of the year so it was um new year's eve church service and i went to this church just randomly okay and i just you know of course it was random to me but holy spirit led me so i go to the church and i am sitting there we're worshiping and the church service is about to end and i look over and holy spirit just shows me that there's this woman and i don't know why or I didn't know at that time why, but Holy Spirit had me just single her out. And then right after church, I just walked up to her, total stranger. I don't think we have spoken really ever since this whole scenario, but I walked up to her and I was like, hey, what are you doing after, all right? And she was like, what do you mean? I said, well, you know I mean? We're all young, you know, yes, we just went to church, but like, what are we doing after to like bring in the new year, you know? And I wasn't looking for trouble, nothing like that, but I did want to celebrate, right? So it wasn't yet, midnight so she's like oh well there's a spot you know i'm going to go to so i said okay fine and now mark you i did not know this woman but there was something that made me go to her and ask her where she was going to spend the rest of the evening so i go and we you know we go to this place and all that and anyway i don't even think we spoke after that again okay we really didn't and i think we might be facebook friends but again remember remember i was telling you how like friends you know on social media it's not really deep or anything like that for the most part so i don't even think that i have spoken to this girl since but 
because of that, I knew where this place was, okay, this, this, um, this spot. So round about April, I was, you know, in residency, right? So I'm in residency, still had no friends, didn't know anything about the town, but I was like, you know what? I'd like to go out someplace, listen to some music or whatever. So I go and long story short, I am just there by myself. Okay, because I was okay and comfortable with being by myself. That's another thing. Women, you know, yes, you want to be safe. You want to use wisdom. But sometimes traveling in packs is not wise. Okay, when you're trying to to catch the eye of, you know, a man, you don't want to be among other people all the time. All right. And sometimes having a bunch of women there, it can be intimidating for guys, you know, because what if, you know, you're rude and you turn them down and everybody's laughing at them, you know, so I was actually okay with being out by myself. Plus, I didn't have to worry about leaving when other people wanted to leave or going another place that I didn't want to go because we have to go with the group. No, I was actually okay with it. So there's your little free dating tip. Okay. Sometimes it's okay to be by yourself, especially with smartphones and you can tell people where you're going to be for safety and all. So anyway, so I went to this spot and it was like a business crowd, you know, so it was like a business crowd, like a little meetup for like business people and all that. So I was like, okay, so I went there and I was by myself, minding my own business and boom, up walks my husband. We start a conversation and it's, it's a really great story. But from that moment when we met, we have pretty much been inseparable. And now he's my spouse, boom, you know, 11 years later, you know, kids, a house, all of this, you know, business together. And here we are. But I had to first put myself out there. I had to speak it audibly. I had to continue to speak it and just, hey, you know, Holy Spirit, I believe I'm getting mine in 2009. Now, mark you, I had wanted a spouse before, but it was a different resolve. It was as though Holy Spirit and the will of God it was truly in alignment with my heart's desire. So, or I should say the opposite way, my heart's desire was truly in alignment with God's will. And I can't describe to you, it's just a knowing, a feeling, it's spiritual, when you can say, okay, like I'm praying for something, I'm believing for something, but then you know when it actually clicks, it's like all the pieces just click and fit together and that's how it was, all right? so. I just want to share that with you because I positioned myself, I opened my mouth, you know, and when my husband and I met, it was just a beautiful unfolding. So we have said a lot in today's episode and I do hope that you were blessed by it. If you were, please let me know, reach out to me. Even if you're already in a marriage, maybe there is someone that you know who could benefit from hearing this and you can share it with them, right? Um, and if you're unmarried, let me know how this has blessed you. Let me know, you know, what changes you plan to make. Again, this is Ruth's story. All right. So I cannot promise you a Boaz at the end. But what I can say is that if you are truly desiring a spouse, there are some things that you have to do, male or female. You have to do some things. OK, remember the story of the man who proposes just by knocking on the front door, you would run. OK, and men, if you met a woman who just knocked on your door and said, here I am, and she pushed out her left hand and presented you with her wedding finger and said, where's my ring? Where's our home? How many kids? You know, you would be like, uh, crazy, crazy alert. And you would tell all your boys, yo, run from this one, right? So let's position ourselves, okay? Let's position ourselves in a godly way, in a wise way to receive 
what God has for us. Okay, apples, that is it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you know what to do. Go ahead and let me know. Drop me a comment down below, okay? Let me know if you're listening on Spotify, you can answer the question that I have posted, okay? So check down below, just answer the question. I do have questions on some of the episodes, but I will be sure to add a question on today's episode just to keep the conversation going, all right? Also too, if you are a woman, and you want to join my Christian women's community, please be sure to do so. We would love to have you. We have lots of fun over there, okay? And don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. So until next Sunday, remember I am Dr. Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.